What's up, all you kickstarts and butt farts? It's the Chump Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Danny, that's Scott, and that's Matt. How you boys doing? Before anybody says anything, Danny was very proud of that intro, so don't, <laughs> definitely don't email us or text us. Well, you point to the fact that I'm proud of it. It makes me less happy. Okay, I was really <laughs> pumped about that. So I, we are for sure three butt farts. <laughs> I, uh, well, and honestly, I I had butt farts already picked out. I was like, what rhymes with that? And that's the first thing that came to my head. I was like, I got to get butt farts in there somehow. I just got to <laughs> do it. I really want to. <laughs> got to make money off this. Uh, how are <laughs> things going? Uh I had my first taste of sports betting at Scott's this weekend. Well, how'd that go, Danny? Yeah, how'd that go? It went poor. It went poor. <laughs> but uh, I got to say, I was very close to a, a not big one, but like I put 20 bucks on, could have won 750. That's big, right? A 750. Yeah. That's a big one. That's I very my, big. my bet for week five was a parlay, of course, three parts. Stefan Diggs, anytime touchdown. Check. Jamar Chase, two or more touchdowns. That, that when that hit, I was check like and check. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Last one. AJ Brown, anytime touchdown. <laughs> Didn't oh, happen. That would have been seven hundred. Wow, that's a I'm surprised it's that much for those big names. I think I think it had the to do with the, the two TD one. Oh, for sure that yeah. and the fact that they've been such garbage up the up yeah. until now. Yeah, and when yeah. he caught the second one, I was like, "Mandy, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> get ready!" No. You see me get real happy if AJ Brown scores. Oh my gosh, I told her, and she's like, "Holy shit, that's all I'm gonna <laughs> that's all I'm gonna root for right now. I don't care about the rest of it. That'll pay for a lot of things." <laughs> uh huh. And I have zero dollars to show for it. So <laughs> hard look at sports betting. Matt, you've got some bets going right now in this uh this Chiefs Broncos game. Scott, you too. And yep. so we're recording this on Thursday, by the way, as this is going on. Percent chances you guys hit on these is uh, probably zero at this point. But the over, <laughs> um, the one leg I'll probably get is that Chiefs were winning at halftime and winning at the end. Had Pacheco over 50 yards. He might have that, but I also had Kelsey in the end zone. That hasn't happened yet. Uh, I also had, I think, just the Chiefs being the spread. So it was a five-leg parlay, and not much of it's looking like it's going to hit. Yeah, I've got – I made several several $5 bets, and the one that looks like it's likely going to hit will basically just give a wash because it doesn't seem like the other – they could – if it gets to garbage time and Russell Wilson throws a couple passes and throws a touchdown just in whatever garbage time. But the one has already I've already hit three of the five legs and the other two are Kansas City wins and the under is 47 and a half. And right now there's 16 points in the third quarter is about to end. So it's looking mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 47 and a half over is not looking good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a bummer, but uh, oh, the Chiefs—they've scored all all three quarters so far. So if they get any points here in the fourth, that's another one that I hit. I'm sorry, nice. didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was be positive gonna... like twelve dollars today. <laughs> I was just gonna say I just needed in fantasy Travis Kelsey to not do much, and of course he's doing wonderfully, oh, even without seventy yards in the first 
quarter and a half, I think. Yeah, on six eight, catches. Right now he's at eight for one twenty one. So it's like gross. Woo. So that's stupid, and I hate yeah. it. But um, let's get into it, guys. Week five is uh, over with. We obviously have become week six. A lot of big, big time shit happened. Big time. Big time. Well, lay it on us, Danny. Oh, I'm just going to tease you a little bit more. Now, let's get to the, the bad stuff, because let's face it, it's it's mostly bad. Um, unless it doesn't affect you, of course. So we will start with the big ones. Justin Jefferson exits with a oh, hamstring man. injury. He's put on the IR. He's out at least four weeks. Ooh. The real have- scary part is they they made sure to say we don't think this is a season ending surgery, which makes the four weeks sound like that's the minimum, and it could be like six or seven. Yeah, and that's like, oh shit, you guys are talking about surgery? What? <laughs> I heard hamstring. You said surgery. I'm way more concerned now. <laughs> they do. Like if you they feel do way better on that. <laughs> Way better about taking McCaffrey first overall over Justin Jefferson this year. Oh, you do. Oh, you, you got a good so... year with McCaffrey. Oh, hey, you're so special. We're only five weeks in. Don't get me wrong. This could still go south in a hurry. Yeah. You know, he's been out for a year before, so not going to happen. And Justin Jefferson, once. there's, <laughs> I think you've been burned two or three times with him, but Justin Jefferson, <laughs> they're worried also that he's like, I, this team's not doing fucking anything. I'm not coming back. I'm not playing. There's a lot of talk that he's not going to play for the Vikings ever again. So no, oh, wow. Especially you know people are going to start just fucking saying that. And, though. What four, twelve, and five last year? Yeah. Well, if he does get surgery, if he gets surgery, if he gets surgery, if he does, and he's out for longer, and then it's longer than four weeks, and all of a sudden we're at week eleven, and he's like, "No, oh, fuck this." Who so, knows? Like, surgery on a hamstring. I mean, that's where like- do you cut? Like right down the middle. Is it is it like like an Achilles tear where you just gotta pull that thing back and staple it on? Is that oh. how they do? It? Oh, is it is it like an Achilles? Doctor, I'm like, here's your I don't know. Gun. If they have to dig all the way what, down, what's there. it called? Like, I mean, obviously, like Achilles, it's like the tendon rupturing. If you did that with your hamstring, what's the t- what do we call that? Is there a Greek guy ha- for that one? A hammy popper, <laughs> an old hammy popper. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be that awesome! Sounds like a delicious appetizer. I could me. go. I could go for a hammy popper right now if I do say oh, so. Gosh. Oh, filled with uh, some cream cheese. Uh, that's grosser than I thought it would sound when we talk about hamstring. <laughs> Uh, and cannibalism. I'm really not sure why you threw that in. So, there. so <laughs> on from the cannibalism. Uh, Devon Achan hurts his knee. He when he hurt his knee in the game, he that was the last snap they played. But they were they didn't really. He wasn't like oh declared out. So knee injury. Well, we'll see how it goes. Boom. He's on the IR too. He's out for at least four weeks. This guy was absolutely breaking out into superstardom. A uh, significant bummer for all those that have A-chan, right? Um, but yeah. not any of us. <laughs> I don't think any of us nope. have. No, you <laughs> did. Matt, didn't you have him in somewhere? Don't you have him? Do I have who? A-chan. Yeah, I have, you have him in a couple leagues. Yeah. But but like Dynasty, right? You have him in Dynasty, which is Dynasty and way different. Like, yeah. hmm. Bummer. It's neat. It's fun. It's yeah, cool. It's a bummer. And it was it was uh, Anthony Richardson Colts quarterback exits with a right shoulder injury. It looked not good. If you watch that game, it's just hanging there. 
just by just the saw him skin. Like laying on the ground. I didn't see the how it oh, happened. Oof. Yeah. Um. He's gonna be out for. He's on the IR. He's out for four to eight weeks. Is uh. Ooh. Is did he land on over. it or did it get put, like was trapped or what was the sitch? No. No. Right. You know what I think? And this week, the matchup is with the Jags, right? You fire up your Minshews in like some obscure FanDuel lineup. Mm-hmm. Minshew, oh, oh, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to eat. Mm-hmm. He's going to mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James Conner uh, hurt his knee. I read that he took a cleat to his knee, but he's on yeah. IR. Now, I mean, he's on IR. He's out for four weeks. Oh, they moved him to IR. I didn't know that. Yeah. So James Conner's out, and you know why that's happened? Because like... I just traded for him <laughs> in uh, in Frederick League with Kevin. You don't was... trade for James Conner. Well, why didn't hurt. you tell me that before I did it? You could have texted that guy me. played the full season, sixteen or something. I think games. I think it was last season, but I don't know no, that. No way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Amari Demarcado was his replacement in that game did really well for the Cardinals, but big problem. And then Leonard Fournette. Well, I mean, Keontae Ingram has been their backup for this entire time. And he was out with like a something neck injury. So that's probably going to be split time with Keontae Ingram and DeMarcado. I don't know. It just ruined my Frederick. My Frederick. You ready for this one, Danny? Yes. James Conner joined the league in 2000. 17. He has never played an entire season worth of games. Has he played a 16er though? Because when we moved, when they moved to 17 games, most players running backs didn't play 17. Not only has he not started in that many games, he's never appeared in that many games. His most games were 15 games in 2021. Okay. What about last year? What was that? 13. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, thirteen. Okay. Well, I was wrong. Is that what you want to hear? You want me to hear? You want to hear me say it? I love it, Danny. Love <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. You uh, you had a pretty rough week this week, Danny. In the Frederick oh League man, <laughs> let's take a quick second to talk about that. I don't know. I like that's, that's historically bad. That's I, like I, just to preface this: not a single player got double digit points on your team. And it was not, if you look at just the players, I was trying really hard. It's not, <laughs> it's not like I wasn't trying during that. Like I might, the team before kickoffs, like nah, that's not great because of buys and injuries. And I'm just getting slammed with injuries over and over and over. But like this, is, I'm like, this will be okay though. Just so everyone's understanding. It's a 10 team league. I got the lowest amount of points very clearly, half PPR with bonuses and stuff like that. I got 42 points in this league. The ninth that's, place on the oh week, God. that's not good. The ninth place got 107. <laughs> I I don't think anyone's ever done that bad on a week when they were actually trying. Like we've a seen in other leagues. Pretty tough that's, week. It, it was and it was really, Burrow really sitting tough. on your bench. <laughs> Could have doubled your points. Well, hey, okay. Sometimes here's... you got to teach him a lesson, Scott. He was he needed to know. for a reason. Yeah. He needed to know. And but, guess what? He figured it out. But what happened? James Conner left early after six carries. Anthony Richardson, my quarterback, left early with a shoulder injury. Didn't come back. So things happened, and then nobody performed. But 
but this week will be different. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty jazzed about this week. Anyway, yeah, that was unbelievable. Um, Daniel Jones neck injury. I wrote on the sixth sack of the day, <laughs> and Tyrod Taylor is his backup. Um, if you get sacked that many times, you're gonna you're gonna get injured. Right. So I mean just repeating of what happened in week four, week five was no no better for Daniel Jones. Play your defense against the Giants or pick up anybody who's playing the Giants. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Tyrod Taylor's probably gonna play and I was gonna say he could worse. probably avoid some sacks actually. That'll yeah. dwindle those down a little bit. He can actually mm-hmm. move. Although Daniel Jones is a quote unquote runner, I guess, yeah. but I don't feel like he's got the agility that Tyrod Taylor has. He doesn't have the open field running capabilities, you know, straight line, open field. Stay upright. I don't know. I don't think that he would have fallen on that play. Like a couple, <laughs> was that last year or was it two years ago? At this oh, point? That was a couple years ago, for <laughs> sure. Uh, Zay Jones, Jags wide receiver, left with a knee injury. I think it was the same knee that made him miss week three and four, which is a bummer. I had him on a bench, a couple of benches, actually. And then he got a touchdown, and I was like, "Ooh, I can play him next week." No, so that's <laughs> you know, fantasy's not going particularly well for for me. <laughs> Good reassurance for our listeners: you're here for a reason, guys. But uh, I'm in it. I'm 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 trying really really hard. It's gonna be fine. Big returns last week, though. Some of the positives: big returns. Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, superstar NFL players, making their comebacks from the season beginning IR. Two different ways this went, though. Uh, Cooper Cup, twelve targets, eight for one eighteen, and he looked just like he used to, which was awesome to see. Great for Cooper Cup owners. And Jonathan Puka Nakua was still very productive, which is Puka, great for Puka Puka, Nakua. That's owners. right. Yeah, for now. And then Jonathan, T- <laughs> I just want to see his face. I know he's a Puka owner. I just, I, we can talk about it. I just, I don't get it. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to stay. I don't think it's going to stay. I think that uh, I, I, it's maybe it's because I traded him away in a league. I think maybe that's was, why. I mean, he got the touchdown this week. I don't know what he did beyond that, but. I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, Cup and Nakua could be the one, two on that team and both be great. Mm -hmm. I saw a stat that they got like 70% of the, of the targets. Yeah. Nakua still had 11 targets for seven receptions. He did great. 71 yards in a TD. He did great. That's a high end wide receiver two number. And that doesn't mean that he's capped there every week either. Speaking of, uh, percentages of targets, we recorded last week on Thursday when DJ Moore was ruining people's day. Uh, good for DJ Moore, by the way. Did you know he had 100% of the receptions from wide receivers on the Bears that day? Oh, my God. That's there was man. no other wide receiver caught a ball. And he had like, I, I think he had like eight. You might want to double check this stat, but I think he was eight for whatever crazy number it was. I think there were five other completions and there were to tight ends. All to Cole Komet. <laughs> Cole Komet and the other one, too. Oh, there's another. Oh, How is that? Someone we know. Possible. Another fucking guy. Yeah, that's crazy, though. I they, they scored 40 points and eight completions to wide receivers. And it was one guy. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, Jonathan Taylor returned. Kind uh, of. 
Uh, I mean, he was on a limited snap kind of, I'm assuming, but also the way that Moss was going, why are you going to not feed him the ball? Whoa. Whoa, Zach Moss tearing apart the Titans, which is uh, annoying to see because they had a good, yeah, Matt gets it. Uh, They had a good run defense, not no more. I, okay, so much frustration. I have, I drafted Taylor. He's been in my IR. I picked up Zach Moss. And of the last four weeks, so week two through five, and this is the, what is our, this is the Frederick League, I believe. Whatever league I'm looking at. 18.7, What one week do you think I played him? <laughs> the, the, the bad one? The nine pointer, which obviously wasn't the worst, but oh my God, 39 points and he was sitting on my bench. But I didn't think him, I th- thought him and Taylor were going to split and neither of them were going to be, you know, anything spectacular. And he gets 165 yards and two touchdowns, not counting his receptions. I don't know what to do next week. I think I'm still going to bench Taylor another week because I don't know what to do. I've got McCaffrey, Swift, and Kamara in there. And then as soon as I play Moss, he's going to do shit. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Oh, man. What a terrible situation having so many startable running backs. I'm sure all got the listeners so much. I got so much money. The bank doesn't know what to do with all of it. Oh, no. <laughs> My penis is so big. I don't make pants this big. <laughs> oh, no. Is there any other news? That's all the news I got that I see there. Now, we will just go ahead and say, now, this past weekend was a weekend that Matt had uh, starred on his calendar as the worst Sunday of his fall. Can you... uh, Not the worst Sunday of my fall. I just wasn't going to be able to watch football (laughs) that day. So it sounds like like some work people listen to this podcast. Is that what I'm hearing? I'm I'm talking like I I caught like the first 30 to 40 minutes of the noon games. And then I got home in time to catch the end of like one of the last like pretty close games. But all the meat, you know, I got I got the bread slices. I did not get the meat. So... Fill me in on the meat, boys. Slap your meat on me. All right. You got it there, Haas. Uh, So Matt's not going to pop out some what I learned from this past weekend because what he learned was a lot of family time, um, which is invaluable, as as it were. Right? (laughs) And work time, which we all love. Camaraderie. Yeah. Did that count as work hours? Can you take a a day off this week? No, I can take days off whenever I want, Danny. <laughs> wow, hot dog! Well, must be nice. I mean, so I have to use PTO and get it approved <laughs> by the manager whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. So Scott, starts with your first. What I learned. Uh, so first one, Matt did see because, like we mentioned, this was the Thursday night game, and my um, comment is just: When is the last time that we said DJ Moore is a must start? I've I mean, it's it. been. I've said it since. The beginning of time, I, and then I know, and then, and then, and then you I went stopped. back on it two years yeah, ago. <laughs> no, I was still in on it last year, which was wrong, of course. And then I think I said at the beginning of the season, I'm like, I think that's it, guys. I don't think I can do DJ more anymore. I mean, yes. this, I, this seems, <laughs> I don't know if this is a flash in the pan or this is kind of his resurgence because this is Fields' go to guy and they don't have a whole lot else, but after week one. I mean, 15, 
11 and a half, 25, and then 57 last week. I mean, he's getting seven to 10 targets a game, usually six to eight receptions, and he's hit 100 plus yards through the last four weeks and has five touchdowns in the last three weeks. So I don't know. I mean, he is going to shoot up people's list where he was like, a, you know, seemed like a wide receiver three. Now he's like flirting with that one, two line. If he keeps this up, he would be a wide receiver one, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to go that far yet. I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it ride for another week or two and see if this keeps up. Mm-hmm. That's like somebody's little man crush. Ooh, ooh, it's Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine. Brock Purdy is perfect for the uh, for the 49ers <laughs> off. Did you boo or ooh? <laughs> I booed. <laughs> He's perfect for the San Francisco offense and deserves more respect. And I put in parentheses, this is part two of my apology to Brock Purdy. And this is the yeah, last time I'm going you. to apologize for uh, well, the things that I just said. Pivot. I'm not pivoting. I I say I was wrong. I was wrong. Matt, you can't All hear he's it ever enough. done is win every game he's played. I don't know why he'd be good this year. I, <laughs> you said that was exact words. I don't think. Jan, I know you're listening. Double check all the podcasts. Clip that when I said that because I don't think you're going to find it. But I did say that I don't. I just don't get it. <laughs> so I I get it now. By the way, that team, oh, we'll get into that later, but he he knows it, it's not like he's Patrick Mahomesing this offense. He's doing exactly what the 49ers offense needs him to do. Like you don't have to go win the game. Just make the correct throws, don't turn the ball over, do and the right sure thing. win the game. <laughs> and and you have the you have the a great receiving core. You have an unbelievable offensive line. You have the best defense in the league. And, oh, by the by, this offense doesn't even run through all those things. It runs through your running back, Christian McCaffrey. Just don't fuck this up for us. And he's not. He's doing wonderfully. So I'm sorry again. I'm going to stop apologizing to Brock Purdy. I'm going to start saying I am I was right. Week six, when I said that this is really, really going to let that fly. <laughs> I don't think that you will either. But, uh, Scott, this kind of transitions a good way into one of your, your takeaways about the 49ers. Uh, yeah. So I got the uh, 49ers are for real, and the Pats are real, real bad. Um, I don't need to. Uh, you can boo that one if you want, because that was pretty corny too. <laughs> it's not as not a pretty as perfect, but <laughs> uh, not not too much to say other than the 49ers. I mean, they just blew out what most people saw as their top NFC contender. You know, in the Cowboys, they looked good through the first several weeks, and the 49ers just stomped them, rolled over them. Defense held them to nothing. Offense was cruising. And on the exact opposite side of that spectrum, oh my God, do the Patriots look terrible? Like, I, I mean, it's been 25 years since we could have said that because when we were like really little, they were always really bad. I feel like when we were really little, and then obviously Not once Brady until came on, they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, or they, yeah. And they're, I mean, they've usually been a team that holds on or you know hangs their hat on 
you know, defense. They've usually always been pretty solid on defense and they are not stopping anybody right now. I mean, people are just doing whatever they want with them. I'm trying to look up real quick. their stats. I mean, rushing defense isn't the worst, I guess, over 100 yards a game, 108. That's kind of still right at that top third pack, but they're actually their defense passing yards only 190 a game. So their offense just, can't move the ball. I say they're their offense moved. is giving up great field position, field, posi- blah, 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 field position every time they get the or give away the ball. Cause yeah, clearly their defense is yardage wise isn't doing terrible, but. I mean, that's erroneous when you're giving up Buku touchdowns. And yeah. I mean, this last week, what was it? Uh, Saints beat them. I forget yeah. what the score was. 30 something to nothing. Yeah, Just an absolute beat sesh by a team that's, I would say, mediocre. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like the Saints are mediocre. anything to write home about. So I love it because it's it's been a long time coming. And now we can all just like grind on Belichick and be like, ah, you don't have Brady and look what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Jack shit. <laughs> and speaking of that, one of my takeaways is Mac Jones leads the Patriots to three points in the last two games. He got pulled twice. They said it's because why keep him in the game? I think Belichick even said when he pulled him in the fourth quarter when they were losing 34 nothing to the Saints. They're like, why uh, did you pull him just to see if you can get uh, Bailey Zappi in there? And Belichick's answer was like, I didn't see a reason to keep Mac Jones in there. I don't see what he would like. I didn't see <laughs> what he could bring, what, what he could help us with. It's like, that's, that sucks. That's a real confidence dick no. shot right there. <laughs> I don't like Mac Jones at all. I can't stand him. I can't stand Mac Jones. He's one of my least favorite players in the league. I hate him. Well, he might not be in the league for long. So it's zappy time now, baby. I got him in a dynasty league, just sitting there, just sitting there on my bench for a year and a half. Here we go. Let's see it happen. They say that Mac Jones is still the quarterback one, but yeah, if there's another week like this, he's out. There's no way you don't give another guy a chance after three bombs of games. And who are they playing this week? The Raiders. So it should get better. That's a game that he could at least salvage and give himself one more week on the (laughs) <laughs> the yeah. starter list. Yeah. Scott, last takeaway. Uh, my last takeaway is that the uh our our favorite team, the Lions, offense looks good even when Amon Ra is out. Uh I mean they played a team that wasn't great in the Panthers. Uh, but I mean, when you're losing your top receiver and you put up 42 points, I mean, 42 mm-hmm. points is not easy to do against any team in the NFL. That is a lot. And Jared Goff throws three touchdowns, runs one in. Montgomery runs for over 100 yards and runs in a touchdown to the point where at the end they had Craig Reynolds, you know, garbage time, ran in a touchdown, had over 50 yards. So everything was working for Detroit. If their defense can improve a little bit, I mean, 24 points to the Panthers, you're not going to put up 42 points against better teams. So you got to got to step it up a little with the defense. But I mean, the Lions are real. I, I This is their division to lose. Finally listening. Finally coming around. Mm-hmm. My final takeaway. Brees Hall needs to be the focal point of the Jets offense, similar to how the Titans use Derrick Henry or, had, or have for the past few years. 
I say this because they finally let him loose in this game against the Broncos. Admittedly, it's the Broncos. 22 for 177 and a touchdown. Three more catches for 17 yards. This is this was the start of the breakup for Brees Hall. And I think that they just need to understand what they have here. A great elite defense. Great running game. Just keep feeding Brees Hall the ball and let Garrett Wilson be the the kind of accent, the uh the DeAndre Hopkins to the uh to the Derrick Henry, as it were. You like that, Matt? You like that comparison to the Titans? Huh? I kind of felt like the the AJ Brown, like what was holding him back was uh Derrick Henry, you know. He was kind an of, accent mark and he went somewhere else. And the Titans so were they Wilson a number one seed when they were a number one seed, was that with AJ Brown? That was, right? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Rookie year. So Maybe. so Jets, number one seed. If you do what what uh, what I said there. You guys Got anything else to add? Well, I think the last thing we needed to talk about was just the Jags. Jags. What do you guys think? They they beat the they beat the Bills this week. Last week they lost to uh, blinking on it right now. Houston. They lost by twenty to the yeah Texans. That's a weird like internal AFC South thing, but. You still can't do that. So what is uh, going on here? I thought this was their division to lose. And now this whole division, like the Colts have been a little surprisingly well. Uh, Tennessee is kind of also shaky that you never know who they're going to beat and who they're going to lose to. So it's very much similar to a lot of teams. But yeah, the Jags, I thought for sure. I was a little, little worried after they got their asses handed to them by Houston. And then they come back and hammer the bills by what was it yeah. 20 points or something like uh, let their no it was like five nothing it was like yeah, five, five okay. points 25 no, sorry yeah they lost to 20 against houston but but i don't think the bills put up much offense which was until the you end know, no, yeah. Well, yeah no team well, now the jags to have to come down. back from foggy old london or i was just about to <laughs> make a foggy old london reference damn <laughs> it. i beat you to it yeah yeah, Jags I mean, aren't going to be as yeah, good no, when they're actually in. <laughs> oh, oh, we all going to be so good in Jacksonville. Oh, uh, you talk about Brexit, isn't it? <laughs> I don't even know what Scott was talking about. Uh, just I don't even remember that. myself. <laughs> uh, let's get into week six now. Fast forward to week six. So, Matt, your flavor of the week for week six. Give us your quarterback. My quarterback for week six is Kirk Cousins. And does this guy not deserve to be my quarterback flavor of the week? He's at Chicago. Chicago's defense sucks against the pass. I guess we we don't have Justin Jefferson. We're down a guy, but I think he's going to be fine. It's going to be a great week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because um, that is all. So Scott, right. As we get back into this, Scott's like, just keep, keep going. Um, I'm going, I'm going to hop up real quick. Just keep saying things. And yours is Kirk Cousins. So it's a perfect transition oh. into Scott's uh, quarterback of the week, 
which just so happens to be Kirk Cousins as well, which is cool. Which, on the show doc, it just said Cousins, and I didn't see the Kirk at the beginning, and I did not even realize this. Who just puts the last <laughs> name in? He didn't even do that on his other picks. Who did? Wait, so you read Cousins though, <laughs> and you were confused by? It? No, <laughs> I did can't not read Cousins. I I didn't see a Kirk. Is what happened. It's not like I read Cousins. Okay. I didn't see a Kirk. I got board. you. I got you. I got you. No, yeah. no, don't give him an excuse here. I'm trying to oh, be no, nice. I gave the excuse. Okay, <laughs> he's just accepting. Scott, say all the same things that Matt just said. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean the the fact that. I know Chicago just won a game and they had 40 points they put up, but they have one of the worst pass defenses in the league. And like you said, even without Jefferson, they've got weapons. I think Addison here is going to be a must play for the next several weeks. He's got some lingering injuries too, though, because I want to play him in a couple leagues and I'm not, I'm not so sure yet. I say do it, baby. Do it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, cousins. I mean, this is a must win for them. I mean, they're what one and four. I think right one and four. Yeah, I mean they they have to win this to even have a chance in this division. So they're gonna be come out guns firing. I think. Yeah, I got Matt Stafford as my quarterback a flavor of the week. This is a a double slap because I did that last week too against Philadelphia, and he did good against Philadelphia. He's got Cooper Cup. He's got. Puka Nakua, and you guys say he's going to be the the twin threat out there. Arizona is uh, garbage trash on defense. I think this is the week that Matt Stafford lights him up for uh, three or more touchdowns in this one. Fire him up. It's going to be great. So Garbage trash? Isn't that redundant? <laughs> what did I say? I said garbage trash? He's garbage trash. <laughs> oh, man. I don't. I thought it sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really think trash fire. I think that's what I was going for. Is my flavor of the week quarterback. I figured it was safe because Danny picked him last week, <laughs> but I guess he's going to pick him every week. <laughs> Matt is on me this week. Goodness. So what is your, I just read your running back. All right, Matt's going with, uh, who are you going with Matt running back? My running back is going to be DeAndre Swift. And I'm sure if you're a Swift owner, you've been getting excited about his usage. It just, I guess it, I feel like it keeps going up, but I guess that's not necessarily true. After week one, the big concerning week one, he has just lit the world on fire and he has a great matchup this week against the Jets. I think he keeps doing it. He's, he's got to be a big part of this offense, even with all the other weapons there. DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the analysis. Scott, well, you're well, uh, well. your running back of the week. Uh, I got James Cook um, from the Bills. They're playing the lowly New York Giants who can't do anything. And this just seems like a game that they're going to be in control pretty early and pretty heavy to where it's going to be a running game script. Save Allen from, you know, taking some unnecessary hits from him and his running Feed it to James Cook. This seems like a 25, 27 carry game for him. 150 yards and a touchdown. I just, I don't see the Giants stopping any of it. And I got Alexander Madison against the Chicago Bears. I think that uh, Cam Makers is not going to be a part of this this week. And without Justin Jefferson, I think you're seeing more pass game work to Alexander Madison. And, uh, off we go. 
It's going to be great. Let's fire him up. So, Matt, your wide receiver start of the week. I've got Jamar Chase. Tough start to the year. Uh, but ever since kind of midway after week three, whenever he had tough matchups, he's had good matchups and good productions. Monster week last week. Um, Seattle is one of the worst teams against the pass or against receivers. So Jamar Chase, another big week. And I've got Mike. Did we already do? I guess I'm already starting to talk, Scott. Uh, Go for sorry. it, baby. Yeah. Michael Pittman, <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. Um, Matt's boy, Gardner Minshew, is going to start for a little while. And then the one game where Minshew started this year, it was one game, right? It wasn't two. It was just one. Yeah, I think. Um, Pittman got like 12 targets. Just awesome work. So did Josh Downs, by the way, who I also think is a, a good start. But that's a lot of uh, passing work for Minshew. Minshew's a great like backup quarterback. He can get this done, and Pittman is the best receiver on this team. So it's Jacksonville, I believe, who they're playing this week. Yeah, uh, it is. yeah, that that's easy. And how dare you just label Minshew as a backup? He's a backup he's more than a backup. Well, not anymore. He's not a backup. He's a starter. <laughs> so he's more of a starter than I'll ever be. Um. Okay, Scott. Now you. Now you can go. Now you can participate. Now I can do my. Okay. Uh, my wide receiver this week is CD Lamb. Uh, I think they have a chip on their shoulder after how poorly this last week went when the San Francisco destroyed the Cowboys and they're playing the Chargers who has the potential to be a shootout because the Chargers pass defense, I believe, is the worst in the league in terms of passing yards per game given up. Um, I did have it up here. They give up 299.8, so 300 yards a game, worst defense in the league in terms of giving up passing yards. So on a team that just got embarrassed and wants to kind of reprove themselves, I think this is a good week for Prescott and C.D. Lamb. Good. Now, tight ends. Matt, give it to us. Yeah, I got Logan Thomas. I feel like uh, he's been progressing all year, and one thing I've noticed is he's beat his projection every week in Yahoo. And this week they have him projected the most he's ever made or never ever got. And he's playing a terrible defense against tight ends. That's Atlanta. So Logan Thomas fire him up at tight end. Got your tight end. I have Cole Komet who I know is right now he's questionable. So this obviously could change, but if he plays, I mean, I think you got to play him right. The hot hand Um, other than DJ Moore, like you said, this is where the ball is going in Chicago uh, and they're playing Minnesota who again needs to win. This could be a pass heavy type of game, Minnesota. I think their run defense isn't terrible, so they might be able to hold fields a little bit from all of his scrambles, but Cole Komet last three or three touchdowns in the last two games. He's clearly a red zone favorite for fields until, until that comes down, keep playing him. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, Jake Ferguson against the L.A. Clippers. He continues to be a part of this offense, even when they're doing really, really crappy. The Chargers don't have a great defense. I think that Ferguson gets in the end zone this week, so you can fire him up. But a weak position. Anything else to add, guys, before we get into the good stuff? Survivor, upset locks, and the weekly draft. So... 
Week six looks like this. Broncos and Chiefs are happening right now. Um, <laughs> that's all you need for that. The Ravens are four-point favorites against the Titans. Is this in Foggio, London, or is this in Germany? No, I, think I thought they were coming back to the U.S. Are they really just hopping over to Germany? I one of you guys the, look up the where they're t- playing. The Titans and Ravens play like in London this weekend, so I doubt they have another internet. That's what I'm talking about. Is Ravens and Titans? Oh, I thought you were asking if the Jags were back over there. No, 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 no way. They're still over. Are the Ravens and Titans in England or are they in Germany? Oh, look it up. You look it up. Uh, Commanders at Falcon. That's by the way. The Titans Ravens is eight thirty a.m. So set your lineups appropriately. Commanders at Falcons. Falcons are two and a half point favorites. Seahawks at Bengals were three point favorites. Colts and Jags. Jags are four point favorites. Panthers at Dolphins. Thirteen and a half. Is that spread? Grody. Vikings are three point favorites at Bears. 49ers. Nine and a half at Browns. Saints at Texans. Even Patriots at Raiders. Two and a half point spread. Lions. Three point favorites at Buccaneers, Cardinals at Rams minus seven, Eagles minus seven at Jets, Giants at Bills, 14 and a half point favorites, and it still doesn't feel like enough. <laughs> and then Cowboys minus two at Chargers on Monday Night Football. So, where are we on these survivor locks? I think Scott's still beating us, isn't he, Matt? What a bitch. Well, no change. We all did the last same week. last week again. Yeah, we all got our survivor picks. We all missed our underdog picks. Scott is up. What are you up, Scott? Two to one to, to one to zero? Two to one zero. Wow, we're doing great. So, Matt, give us your survivor pick this week. Survivor pick of the week is the Bills at home against the Giants. I don't think they have any trouble. Same as I felt about the Chiefs tonight. Okay. Okay. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. I had the Bills as well. So. Okay, that's easy. That's easy. I already picked the Bills earlier. I'm going with the Dolphins, though. Against the Panthers. It feels, feels fair. Matt, your underdog pick? My underdog pick is the Arizona Cardinals. Going a little bit out on a limb here, but they've surprised this year. They beat, the, I think it was the Cowboys, and they've strung together some decent games. They're at the Rams, and I, I enjoy rooting against them. So I've picked them one other time as my underdog, and they failed on me. So you know what? Make it right, boys. Make it right. Make it tight. Now, Scott, your underdog? I have the Bears playing uh, Minnesota. We've talked about that already several times. It's a three-point favorite for the Vikings, so this just seems like one of those games. No Justin Jefferson. It could go either way. To me, this is more of a coin flip. So Bears, you know, like I said, put up 40 points this past week. They might be able to do it again. Minnesota's defense isn't amazing. So this is one of those where I could see it going either way. Mm-hmm. And I've got the Buccaneers who are three-point dogs at home against the Lions. I know... Jared Goff struggles a little bit on the road. Uh, Buccaneers have an okay defense, and Baker Mayfield can can have some surprises. So uh, maybe this will be a surprise there. Not that I'm rooting for it, Matt. Don't worry. Ew. But uh, I don't know. I think that I think that might happen. So that was the survivor locks. Now let's get into the weekly draft. So again, for those who are brand new. Every week we draft a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and flex in a snake style draft. 
survivor style where you can't repeat a pick at all throughout the entire season. Winner gets eternal glory for seven days and the loser has to chug a beer prepping for the next week. Now, up until week five, which is last week, Scott was just beating the absolute piss out of Matt and I. Would you agree, Matt? That's how this has been going. Uh, yeah, pretty much. He yeah. hasn't had to chug a beer yet. Yeah. Until now. And here we are. Scott gets wow. last place last week. Matt gets the middle, and I uh, went full hamski, and there we go. Scott pounding that mm-hmm. beer. God, he's doing so much better than I would. So Scott's pounding that beer as we prep for week six. Weekly draft here. Mm-hmm. I got the uh, the first dibs on this one, and um, I'm going to go. I'm double-checking your guys' teams to see if you guys have done yeah, these games. <laughs> I'm going to go with DJ Moore. Wide receiver, Chicago Bears. That's my first pick. Now Scott is up for the middle pick. Matt has still Uh, not been able to pick first, I think, this entire time. Is that correct, Matt? (laughs) Double checking Matt so that uh, I don't double. All right. I... I'm going to take Raheem Mostert without a shine. Okay. Raheem Mostert goes to Scott. Matt's up for two picks. Oh, gosh. Throw this on me now. <laughs> I had no idea this was even going to happen. <laughs> I, I love these two matchups, and I think we didn't talk about the first one earlier, but I'm going to take Josh Allen at QB. If I haven't already taken him, I think I'm good. Um, I put it over there on the side and you have not. So you are good. You're good. Um, In your second choice. I believe this was my my flavor of the week. But I will take Jamar Chase at wide receiver if I haven't taken him already. I don't see his name anywhere. So you were good. Scott, your next pick. All right. Without Jesse Jefferson, I'm going to take TJ Hawkinson. Oh, nice little tight end action there. That's <laughs> a tight end. That is a tight end. Um, but you already took him. I don't know why I did that there, but whatever. <laughs> well, I also took Raheem Mostert week one. And uh, I'm saying I could have waited till after the turn to take him. You're just so stupid. I didn't um, even look at the list, honestly. <laughs> so I will take uh, I will take my stack here and go Justin Fields. And then back to back, my flex spot is gonna be CD Lamb. I was just gonna say I I should have taken CD Lamb, damn it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that is the first time I've not taken a tight end uh in my flex spot. Not that that means fucking anything but scott is up now um then i will go ahead and take prescott dak prescott all right matt you're not your final two picks here 
Really putting me on the spot here. I think <laughs> I am going to go with Kyron Williams for my first one at running back. Cool. I like that matchup versus Arizona. He had a, a downish week last week, but that was against Philly. And I think people are going to be discounting him. And I don't know why that matters in this type of situation, but <laughs> I like to get value, you know, Danny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, believe me, I get it. <laughs> this last flex pick is uh what I was to say no gosh about. I don't I don't know right now here. I don't thinking. know. Etienne here. We all, I think we all like Jacksonville against Indy. And you know what? It's what mm-hmm, came to me. So let me just go with Travis Etienne. Love it. As my flex. And Scott, your final pick? Well, kind of. Was that who you're going to take? No, I guess you couldn't, huh? No, I was looking um, at. One of my flavor of the weeks and one of yours, Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who are they? <laughs> Talk through it. Talk through Ma- it. Talk through Michael it. Michael Pittman and James Cook were the two Ooh. I was trying to decide between. Pitt. Oh, James Cook I, is I, one I, of three running backs that I've got listed. Wait, like James Cook's a running back though. You need a wide receiver. I don't recommend taking him since. Oh, that's be, right. I took a tight end as my flex. So, all right. I it'd guess be illegal. <laughs> it'd be fucking illegal. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with Pittman. Michael Pittman. And my final pick will be running back Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. I like him this week, too. A lot. Cool. It is decided. So, Would you play him over Marquise Brown in your flex? <laughs> I don't know why I would say yes, but that makes me feel like it's going to be wrong. I think I think I would go Alexander Madison too. Yeah, it's been. I mean, he's in there right now, but it just feels so wrong to keep putting second week in a row for Marquise to be on my bench when he's getting fourteen points every game. Yeah, I mean, and making Madison, me lose all my. You're bets. building floor by starting Madison. If you if you need a a slingshot victory, you're starting Brown. A slingshot victory. That's <laughs> like pretty. That. That's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> you you imagine it in your head. What I, I, meant though, right? I understood what you meant right away, and I've never heard it before. You made something today. If I hear that anywhere else, I'm gonna be very upset and demand money. Um, that's it. That's all we got. You guys, anything else to add before we uh get on out of here? Out of here. Not there. Not there. Don't get, girl. All right. Thanks, everyone, for sticking around. We appreciate it. Matt, take it away. Remember, have fun with it.